Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to an emergency pod of the Wrong Theater here on the 610 Podcast Network in response to the Disney investors meeting. And I mean, talk about dropping bombs. I mean, we, we were hit with like 30. Like it wasn't like one or two per uh, category, like Star Wars, Marvel, all that. It was like 15 in each. Like it got out of hand real quick. Um, Disney Plus is finally... Um, I mean, obviously the content isn't out yet, but there is scheduled slated content every month for the next four years. So like, it's about damn time, but like, I'm still very happy that at least it's coming to fruition and there's dates, there's times, there's shows, and there's Michael Grell behind, uh, Billy, but I'm so excited, but it was crazy. Just, it was, it was show after show after show after show. It was an information overload. So, Bill, you were you were working, but me and Steve called each other when the Marvel stuff started. And every time they unveiled something, it was a kind of a chorus. I mean, Steve, not purposely, oh, oh, we're getting that. Ooh, like it was just kind of like a constant, like, oh. I had an audible Yelp for the Fantastic Four. No, it was, while I think me and Steve were talking yesterday on the phone, we were saying, there wasn't that many big new reveals per se. A lot of stuff we had new, but there was a couple of massive new things, but a lot of it was rooted in um, fleshing out who exactly, what characters were appearing in future movies, um, some unexpected trailers. But Steve, obviously you you kind of run things, you uh, the format of our show. But I think before we get into what was revealed, Billy, how are you feeling that nothing was revealed about National Treasure 3? Not even an announcement. I have to say, I am very concerned. I feel like us three have been kind of leading the National Treasure 3 movement in a way. And I I searched it on Twitter because I wanted to see if people felt our pain as well. And I retweeted what someone said. And it was like, they're making every single sequel under the sun and no mention about National Treasure 3. So that did really concern me because from what we've heard, it's been reports and they really haven't greenlit it yet officially. It's kind of like the stuff that we used to hear about Deadpool 3 before they just greenlit Deadpool, the movie. And we didn't what hear about that either. We didn't hear about that either yesterday, which I was a little surprised about. But, but I, I am concerned about National Treasure 3 because that seems like something that could just fall apart like it has many times in the past. And I would be devastated for that. Don't say that. Like, I, I feel like if you're announcing everything that you had planned, literally besides Deadpool 3, because we know that's in production. That's why I'm just surprised I didn't say anything about it. But like everything they have planned, they said, because they don't have dates for a lot of these things. They just said, yeah, it's going to happen. We don't know when it's going to come out, but we're going to write it and film it and it'll just come out whenever. And nothing about either National Treasure 3 or the series. What if they just forgot? They just forgot to. Well, did they do Ray Orton's, like, Percy Jackson? Did they, they didn't release anything about that, though. No, they, they said something they about did. it. They, they showed the logo. Oh. Yeah. See, then I'm a little more concerned, because the, here's the thing. The Deadpool 3, not worried about it, obviously been announced, but they didn't really reveal any of the Fox acquisitions. I think they're still sorting through that. There was this short mention of some of the Fox pictures, right? Um but National Treasure 3, like, they literally announced so much, and so much, we'll get into it, like, some irrelevant stuff that, like, I get for the investors, but you would think National Treasure 3 would just have a mention, not even for the investors, but just to, like, Twitter buzzing a little. 
Just a low That's why I'm really concerned. Yeah, nothing. Because if you don't announce it then, like, when are you going to? They announced stuff that didn't have a script written. They literally announced just, like, this. we're doing this. We have no idea, like, when, how, why. But <laughs> like, we'll get into Fantastic Four. That, 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 that is exactly what happened with the Fantastic Four. They literally wrote that down on, like, a whiteboard somewhere. And just, <laughs> like, yeah, let's just announce it just because. Mock up a and with one. that. Let's see what they say. I'm, like, <laughs> surprised in a way that that – but not surprised. And like, I'll get into it later, but there's different elements of how I feel about that. Um, I think it was just, you know, we had the, they, they, they had the Chadwick Boseman thing right before it. And everyone was like, Oh, and then Kevin Feige shifted right into it. I think it was more of just like giving the fans a roller coaster ride. Like he said, Black Panther two confirmed, uh, no, no Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace. Like his image will stay what it is. And then he was like, oh yeah, we're doing Fantastic Four. We'll, we'll tell you more later. We're going to give you, we'll tell you it's John Watts and then that's it. Yeah, we'll get into it. But Marvel was nice. They dropped it. New trailers, which was big. A couple yeah. of big character reveals, but uh, everything else was kind of, you knew about it. It was rumored. And then at the very least, like, oh, but, but by the way, one new project that we're doing, which was a nice... Actually, that's a lot because they released all the new Disney Plus shows. But I'm talking about relative to the movies. Um, I was just, watching, though. I know you guys called each other. Um, I was listening while I was studying, and I did have one audible gasp that my dad heard when he was in his office. And that was uh, in response to the abomination coming ooh. back. Yeah, me and Steve. That, yeah, we were like, oh. Exactly. It was a, yeah. And then and then Ruffalo was right after it, and Aiden. I I thought we knew that Ruffalo was going to be in it because you were I like, oh, I, I didn't know that either. I thought it was like, well, then again, that we'll get into She-Hulk later, but there she was like, oh, I, that's not me. I'm not playing her. That's not confirmed. And then and then they confirmed it because it's it's one of those things where it's like, come on, you you're going to try and tell the people who have no lives who found out your casting that they're wrong. Because that's all they live for, is to find leaks. And they found it, and they were right. I would just come out and say they were right. But let's get into the order we have uh, on our little summary. And they this did is the order that they were revealed. Well, yeah, stuff that we're talking about. So we'll start with Star Wars. Um, and there's a, it's actually it's Lucasfilm. There's a, there's a couple of non-Star Wars projects uh, in there. Um, I mean, so the deal with Star Wars was in the past five years they've. I would say they've swung and missed besides Mandalorian. Like they, they've really, they've really struck out. Rogue One. That's, that's two projects. Like I'm talking, like let's compare it to Marvel. They've really struck out when it comes to pleasing the fans. Um, Let me phrase it like that. And they just came out yesterday and were like, Hey, we're kind of doing what you want. We're going to give it to you. And all I'm hoping is that the direction they've taken with the Mandalorian kind of transpires with, the new projects. That's all I'm really asking for. Disagree, Steve. I'm going to disagree with you on that one. I, I don't think they've struck out. Uh, if we're going to put this into baseball terms, I believe they're batting 333, which I will take on my team all the time. I, Two for so. Seven. No, that baseball <laughs> terms and movies completely different. You cannot bat 333 and call that a success for movies. I'm going to call no, it a no, classroom setting, and they're failing 33. Batting, they're batting 500. Force Awakens. Rogue One, Mandalorian. You can add in the final seasons of Rebels and, and Clone Wars, which I think are solid. Now, I am counting 
The Last Jedi as ten spots. That's you can't do that. You can't, well, yes, you can't, yeah, because you can't they ground yeah. into a triple play. Yeah, it's yeah. Space is loaded on multiple the innings. Three count. Yeah. They got the green yeah. light and triple play. Because that was an abomination to Star Wars. Anyway, no, no, no. Wait, I think your rephrasing is Star Wars has bombed massively relative to the continuation of the original trilogy, while their outside projects have largely been successful. I think that's actually a good way of phrasing it. Because even no matter how you feel about Solo, Solo's, I think, the only one that even had really negative reviews. I know, Billy, you're not a big fan of Rogue One, but if you really take a look at their... Oh, yeah. The, the critical view? Yeah. I'm gonna say, like, I guess the word... They've been highly successful, and I've called for it on our Mandalorian Monday shows. The expansions of the universe have been highly successful. I'm pretty sure The Last Jedi on uh, Rotten Tomatoes has, like, a 98, and they list it as, like, the fourth best movie of all time. Well, the, the Rotten Tomatoes list of the best movies of all. No, time I, I know. Abomination. No, I know that, exactly. I just. I didn't continue, uh, top ten. Um, yeah, but like, so that was my example of like, but like, critics and people overwhelmingly liked it for the, the yeah. way the film was, which is what Ian said. Um, let's just let's hop right in. Um, let's. The first two are linked, so you have the Rangers of the New Republic, um, which is essentially. Dave Filoni's character and uh, the uh, Rick Fukujima's character uh, in uh, Mandalorian. Those are the Rangers of the New Republic. Um, and that's a, that's a series about um, New Republic fighters during the outlaw times, like during the limbo between the Empire and First Order. And then they announced the Ahsoka series. And these two series are connected and will lead to a future project is what they how they phrase it which i'm assuming means a movie um or just a conjoined show but it shows that they love this mandalorian timeline and they're hopping back in it again with two separate shows and i'm all for it i think it's a great timeline to be explored because we haven't really seen it other than mandalorian on the yeah. show i'm after the fall of the empire um steve you sent us multiple posts you even theorized it while we were on the phone was this ahsoka and maybe even rangers is kind of the the true live action um sequel continuation of sorts uh to rebels that we deserve yeah. and the that's maybe where um ezra bridger is going to appear and uh, thrawn which, not, and thrawn of course so, so like he'll i don't think there's a chance in hell he's in the mandalorian episode thrawn, eight so that was thrawn, teased thrawn and ahsoka seems now to be more of the favorite for that series like the, the, yeah, that was like ahsoka thrawn's the big bad of ahsoka and it was teased in mandalorian now that we see the bigger picture so they're setting they're basically this isn't our, our theory, we had not theory, we, we had theorized actually that they were setting up a Marvel like show universe. And it's clear, at least with the Mandalorian, Rangers of the New Republic, and Ahsoka, that's very clearly a show universe. It's taking place during the same timeline, and they're teasing stuff now that they're going to use in the future. And that makes me happy that it's all on the same timeline, that we're not going. Star Wars has a problem where they could ping pong a lot. They could go back and forth between, you know, the prequels, uh, the original trilogy, and the sequel trilogy. But I like that they've identified this timeline as one they want to explore more and basically build a mini-universe. Even though the universe as a whole is large, this is essentially a universe that has already been established or a timeline that's been established, yeah, I'll say. Your, I think your point, though, is also, and Billy, that I want to hear your thoughts, is the Star Wars isn't like a cinematic universe because the original trilogy, like, 
creates that universe. It's not a connected, like it is a, you know what I mean? Like it is a story. It's, it's a timeline. But rather than explore extensions of the universe or various timelines through the comics or the literature that they used to do, or even the animated shows in some sense, they're finally branching out to movie type shows or um, limited time series. And these live action shows are finally going to explore more of the timeline rather than letting, um, again, the literature. Uh, the comics, the animated shows, uh, do that exploring. So I think that's an interesting uh, pivot for them, and it's smart. I'm, I'm the Rangers of the New Republic. Honestly, like I, I saw it, I was like, okay, but Ahsoka is, I think, going to be awesome. This is great to me because, as someone who hasn't seen Clone Wars and Rebels yet, I do plan to. I do plan to. That is on the list, but. The worry for me has been in The Mandalorian bringing in too many other Star Wars characters. And I thought it's been fine for this season, but I was a little worried if they would continue to do so. But these shows are setting up for their own storylines. So I feel better about the future of The Mandalorian staying on itself because Ahsoka can have her own show and probably do her own thing with Thrawn and not have that come in the Mandalorian and distract the concept of that show so I'm all for that it seems exciting my first exposure to her character was her episode in the Mandalorian which I thought was great um but I'll get more familiar with her as I go and watch the show obviously in in Clone Wars and Rebels and for Rangers of the New Republic like okay like I'll watch it for sure but I feel like just the Ahsoka one will be a little bit better just off my little bit of knowledge that I have. And to be honest, the last scene that that ranger was in was just so cheesy and cliche. It's like, like, all right, that can't be the show. Like, you have to do something better than that. But that'll be fun. That'll be fun to watch as well. Um, the Ahsoka ones is more exciting out of those two. But The Mandalorian's been so successful. It was bound to have spinoffs eventually. Um. The one thing I'll say with the Ahsoka series, that was probably, since Kenobi was all but confirmed, that was probably the most requested series by Star Wars fans, probably in general. Yeah, over the past, yeah, over the past, I would say, 10 or so years, especially after the first movie of the Clone Wars and then after she was explored. But I, I'm just really excited, and I'm glad that Rosario Dawson's excited. Like, that makes me excited when the actress or actor is clearly pumped to like I would I would I wouldn't say do this character justice because every time Ahsoka's been on screen it's been good but like just continue to build on a character that's beloved by a lot of people like I'm excited and the Rangers of the New Republic thing I just think they're just continuing over the timeline that they can I assume it's gonna be cops and robbers style like they're just gonna like it's gonna be maybe a little bit of a crime show but like in a Star Wars way and I I'm all for it. I'm assuming because Dave Filoni has countlessly put them in the Mandalorian. Like I, I, I guess this would, this was anticipated this style of like, or not this style of show, the, the idea of, of using them in a show. That's what's just exciting as again, I've already said it, but to explore a time that we haven't really seen as much as you two specific issues with the sequel trilogy. It's interesting to see the rise of the first order. And there's been hints to them in the Mandalorian and, I'm hoping that show further explores that in the Outer Rim. Um, it's interesting. I've been seeing, though, a lot of ways to say it's spin off of The Mandalorian, a uh, 
it's like, oh, an extension of the Mandalorian universe. I hate that phrasing personally. I, I view them more as just um, their own oh, stories, sure. their own stories that ha- happen to take place at the same time. Just them. I feel like you don't hear them calling. Uh, I feel like the terminology is just very different with Star Wars and Marvel. Like this is a all these Star Wars shows are just Star Wars shows. It's not like, like an Ahsoka. It's yeah, the Ahsoka show, not a Mandalorian yeah. spinoff. Yeah, starring Ahsoka. It's just That's the just, same timeline, right? Yeah. Like and other things are in different timelines, but some characters exist throughout all time. Like I, like I get it's just how they explain it in Hollywood. Like it's just easy for people who obviously don't get it, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean they don't know any better. Um, but it's it's just an it's just an Ahsoka, a Star Wars series. It's a continuation of her. Story. Yeah, it's yes, it's continuing her story. The next one I mentioned it, I alluded to it in Ahsoka was, uh. The, the Kenobi series is a Disney Plus series that has been officially announced. You have uh, director and Deborah Cho, and you have the return of Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. Now, this is a limited series, so it's only four episodes. I'm assuming they'll be, I don't know, 50 to 60 minutes, maybe 70. Um, I mean, this is just something that everybody wanted. And when it was, a, it was confirmed, so we got it. Like, it, it was confirmed that we were getting it. Um, but Obi-Wan Kenobi is the ultimate fan favorite. Ewan McGregor is the bounds and leaps far and away best character from the prequels, um, or best actor performance from the prequels and so beloved. Um, and this was, this is complete fan service and I couldn't be more excited for, I don't know if anything. Billy in our group chat yesterday. I didn't like that. I wasn't going to bring it up. I was going to let, I want you to bring it up. He stunk. Horrible actor. That's where I disagree. I don't think he was given with much to work with. I, I, I'm excited. Billy, here's the deal. If he stinks again, I think he was like, all right, he does. But I think he deserves a second chance at it. Like, I would have so out. much rather had someone else just take the mantle of Anakin Skywalker. Or hear me Black out. Darth Vader. Anakin Skywalker is dead. This is Darth Vader. James Earl Jones will definitely be doing the voice. So I don't really think we'll have to worry about acting. I don't in this case, okay, I don't feel like you need to have the same actor. You can just have a do you think, double. Do you think it's going to be? They hired him for a reason. I disagree with that, Steve. You, if the, if James Earl Jones is in fact doing the voice, which would make sense, I guess, then you could literally just hire Billy to do it. They they don't need a. What if what if Obi Wan breaks his helmet? Available. Okay, Get someone who's athletic face. to do if whatever. If Obi Wan were to break his face at one point. Which would probably seem like then I guess it could be maybe it's a cameo, but they are hyping it up. It's only first and Shin's return is the rematch of the century. So I don't think they're announcing that with just a small cameo. The way they are making it seem, and Billy, you can maybe tell me if I'm wrong. They're making it seem like he's as an important integral part, which I'm not opposed to. But Steve, I just I think he'll be the integral part of maybe half the series, which is two episodes. I would say like Qui Gon in the desert. Maybe there's there's throwback scenes. I agree with that. Like he's gonna play a main part, but you're not gonna see him in every episode. If that makes sense. Now wait, gonna be like a main focus. Of a couple of the episodes, and they didn't say how many there was going to be, right? It's four. What? Oh, that was rumored. Are you a while ago? A while ago, it was like the 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 general consensus is it's going to be four since it's a limited series. The from what everything I've read, nothing is announced, but it's not going to be like eight. It's going to be limited series doesn't 
mean four. It's six or under, I'm pretty sure. Like, it's, it's either... It's yeah, under. that could be anywhere from three to six. Probably. I was watching uh, Ewan McGregor on a talk show interview, and he was talking about how it's really short, and they're looking at probably around four episodes. He was on the Graham Norton show, and they asked him. Regardless of what it is. It, I'm it, just saying, it's so not... It sounds well, like they could have done this as a movie. Four to eight. But it would have been like a three-hour-plus movie, and they're like, we don't want that long. Right. Plus, we want to boost Disney+. Plus. Okay. So you're so you're highly opposed. Back to the original point. So you're highly opposed to Christensen. Yeah, I'm not. A, I did not think he was a good actor in the prequel series, and I don't think he's someone where you need to bring him back to have the same guy play Darth Vader. Just, Just get a get a different actor. Like to me, uh, I mean, flashback. I don't care about this. Like, hopefully, he just doesn't stink. But. I feel like you could just do the character more service by getting a more acclaimed actor who would probably love to do this role. I guess if he's in it, he, he probably will voice him now that I'm thinking about it. But then what's James Earl Jones going to do? Maybe James Earl Jones was a older version. I don't know. It's I. There's so little to be known. I'm, I can't really give too many thoughts other than... I know. I One thing I will say... There was definitely a reason they included Darth Maul in Solo, alive at that point. I know they really explored it in Rebels, but Darth Maul will definitely show up. A live-action Darth Maul will definitely show up. I will, they, did. I, they didn't release when Kenobi takes place. How many years after the Ten. event? Ten. Which means how many? Uh, that's right. That's right before Solo. That's like Solo's timeline. So that's. And so in Rebels, Luke was how old? Twelve? Like seven. Okay, so the timeline's all sort of whack. No, maybe he's a little older. He was he old, how old was he when he was running across the screen? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that was said. He looked super <laughs> tiny, but he looked small, but at, oh we you can't never know. Rebels because Billy needs to watch it. It makes it difficult. I realize that. Ignore everything we said. I didn't mean to do that. I forgot about that. Yeah. Moving I on. I will say this is the series that's most exciting to me out of Lucasfilm. Oh, I was going to I was going to I was going to ask you is at the end like your top 3 most anticipated. For Lucasfilm this is my top. Overall not my top, it's up there. Okay. Yeah, but, I was going to ask like by segment what your top was. Yeah, I mean Obi-Wan I'm assuming is going to be in our top 3 most anticipated Lucasfilm. Kind of has. Obi-Wan's in my top 3, but a further title is my number one. Um, Overall or for Lucasfilm? I had to turn on Do Not Disturb. I was getting a FaceTime call. Steve, overall or for Lucasfilm? That Obi-Wan is in your top three, but not your number one. Lucasfilm. Oh, interesting. Um, looking at the next two that were announced, honestly, two that... If we're talking about interest, I'm not. I wasn't as interested in, but the Bad Batch got announced. Um, new animated show, Bad Batch, heavily. From what I've heard, I'm still working towards finishing it. Bad Batch were heavily featured in season seven of Clone Wars, and they released a little sizzle reel of that. And then Visions, which is an animated Star Wars short films anime style. Have you not seen season seven of Clone Wars? 
What season are you on? Or have you not started it? I'm restarting it. So oh. I forget. I believe I, I I haven't watched, I believe, either the last two or just the last one. And I want to restart it so I can re-familiarize myself. So I, I'm, I'm – That batch is sick. It's just cool that we're getting it. I don't really know. It seems I, like a cool idea. Well, they're yeah, – I mean, Filoni's involved, so – They're exploring them during Order 66, basically. And the immediate aftermath of it. But again, um, even though that's an animated, that's But they don't have the chip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they all have like a yeah. set of skills. Yeah. But that's just yet another, um, I feel like, show that explores a timeline that hasn't been too much. So like Rebels showed before New Hope, right? The immediate effects. And I guess like even a little before New Hope, but like we haven't really seen the immediate aftermath on any form of screen following uh, Order 66. And this is the first show to do that off the top of my head. Yeah. So it's just there. I mean, Steve mentioned it, I believe, on Monday with Armin Lauren. It's filling in the gaps. And that's what these shows are doing a great job. Of. I've been saying that since they decided they were going to touch on sequel things. I think yeah. they're just that's just the new theme of Star Wars. But not only expanding stories of well-known characters, introducing new characters, but we're expanding in times that filling excuse me filling in the gaps of timelines that we haven't really seen and there's only so many which is the big one really is um pre-phantom menace high republic old republic all that that's a massive um mind that they can uh, take from but in that star wars timeline we know the immediate fall of the empire rise of the first order immediately following order 66 and uh those are really the two ones that could a lot of filling in to do and that's what they're doing which i love so that's good the anime style one no idea what to expect from that is what it is that seems like what if to me star wars what if yeah it just seems like that just seems kind of like one that to be like it's judging it just literally by a book by its cover but i I I bet you because i looked up the two the two showrunners or the the two of the three biggest anime directors my point is on the planet that one to have wide ranging impact on the larger star Wars. no that's an investor's decision that's for the investors uh, let's give them some more so See, this doesn't that one doesn't appeal to me as much no. the whole anime Not style like i've never got into anime. that doesn't appeal to me at all but that's that appeals to a very very specific target market that happens to be very large as yeah well. like uh, that's one where i won't make it a priority to watch if it comes Unless on the tv it, really it comes on the tv exactly. hey, if it watch. ties into something else then like yeah i'll end up watching it but i won't go out of my way to watch it if i need to it just every single show that was announced and movie seems like it's gonna have a big impact on the star wars universe that we know you have to watch it, it tells a tale this one just seems more kind of like an appeal for kids. and You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't seem to have this. Not all of these are supposed to be, you know, the home runs. Like, all the stuff they announced. No, no doubt. Like some... I'm saying that. I'm not saying that to you two. I'm saying that in general. No, I know. But even, like, Rangers, which I'm like, yeah, sure. It seems like it's going to have some more effects on either filling the gaps, exploring new worlds, um, connecting to the wider vision. Just kind of seems like a show. You know what I mean? Just a kind of – there's a um, – there's like a show right now in Disney XD, Steve, you might know, that I've not even seen. It's a different type of animated format. It's like Star Wars. Resistance. Yeah, like, and it has no effect on anything. It did not become like a Rebels or 
um, Clone Wars in that, it's like, for little kids. Through. It's like a legitimate, just like a show, and it's just set in the Star is Wars. That not canon? Not at all. Or even if it is, no one cares. So the visions kind of seems to have. Ray is in it, but that was to sell toys. All right, so it doesn't count. Nope. Hello, what have we here? A land. Yeah, this of this is a good one right here. This is a home run. Is it though? I think it is. Who's playing them? I'm assuming it's going to be Donald Glover. Uh, they didn't announce anything, so I, I mean, I think you have to assume it's either or. At this I'm point. assuming it's Donald Glover. If it is, then I'm loving it. If it's not, then I'm not loving it. I mean, I'd like to learn about Lando, but I, this could be anything. They could do anything with this. This could be. This could honestly be. Donald Glover's version of Atlanta, but with Lando in Star Wars, if they just let Donald Glover do his thing. This leads into the joke that Joel McHale likes to say, how Donald Glover is the busiest guy in Hollywood because he can just do everything. And also says how he's struggling because, like, Star Wars has never hasn't helped his career at all. But, like, here he is. He could get his own Lando show. On Disney Plus, which I'd be all for. I think that's the better move to have. I think they're going to explore his his pre Empire Cloud City days. Yeah, I think the most sense to have Donald Glover be Lando is better than having Billy D. Williams at this point. (laughs) It is, (laughs) but nothing's confirmed. I'm just playing devil's advocate. We don't know. (laughs) The only thing, like me thinking about availability and other projects, is that I'm still waiting for a community movie and they've said they've all want to do it and they will only do it if Donald Glover will do it and he said he will but this is going to take his priority over that so I need him to be able to balance both if he is indeed in this series this is one where I'm excited I don't know what we don't know anything yeah it's one of those I can't, I can't really give you a judgment other than all right I can't even nope. speculate moving I have no on. idea moving on all I can take from it is it was a cool looking logo but also, this is where my concern for National Treasure 3 comes in, because we have no idea about Lando. They just announced it. Why couldn't you announce National Treasure 3? You might have to seek where, judgment. Where, it's where my concern is brewing. Text, text Kathleen. Text uh, Bob. No, we got to text Bob. Kat, we Kathleen has nothing to do with Kathleen. National Treasure, yeah. <laughs> text Bob. Um, I was going to mention at the end, but I think Lando's a good point. I was reading an article today. And you guys can disagree, and I guess I do, but we're going to get into the next show, and it does kind of do that. But do you guys at any point think Star Wars has a problem with original content? What I mean by that is, because I see their point, as much as I disagree, that my point is Lucasfilm and Star Wars has has shown it impossible to like separate themselves from like the core ideas and characters that George uh, Lucas created. And they've had some original ideas, but they always bring it back to that original one. Do you guys find that not an issue, but yeah, I guess, I don't know. You, do you see, I don't know if you see what I'm trying to say. I'm doing a very poor. Doctor. They're going to reboot everything in 15 years with new stuff. Um, so they're kind of just cranking out the last of the Lucas stuff and the last of basically you still have the lucas people still in charge um i mean the people from the original lucas film besides george lucas are still at the helm the it only just, one that's it, missing it, it, is him it really is an interesting point though it's everything always connects back it's like the, the whole 
the three trilogies all connect back to each other. The shows all seem to now connect. The thing is, there's nothing on as it. soon as after the last, sorry, after Return of the Jedi, and until 2001, they spent 18 years developing literature about the extended universe of Star Wars. Like they spent 18 years building this universe without a screen, and I, I, that might have been it. Like, like they then they did the prequels, and then they did the animated stuff like they they that might have been there developing new content like they have already done that it didn't make them as much money because of the fact that it was books and comic uh like magazines and stuff and toys but now they're just focusing on the silver screen and what they can do with that i mean i is that is it an issue i mean of all the shows that were announced literally one is a new original idea not saying this is, is good or bad. I just, is it even original, though? We don't know. I right? think We're that to... the Mandalorian is kind of, is has done a good job with branching out, and they've made a, a couple of callbacks to other Star Wars characters. But I think there, it's a good idea of branching out original character and all that. But like you saw on the movie side, they had the unnecessary callback, and that's where I think they struggle for sure. Because if they just kind of set the sequel trilogy apart and did their own thing, it would have ended up better, in my opinion. They had unnecessary callbacks that weren't planned and they weren't laid out well. So in in that regard, I would agree with you. It's kind of like a yes and no. They've struggled in some ways, but like The Mandalorian, I feel like is fine. And I would classify that as being alone by itself in enough ways. This was a long extension into leading to the next show that was announced, um, The Acolyte, which is being built as a mystery thriller um, that will reveal a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic, which I'm very much looking forward to. Um, that is untouched holy land that fans love from the literature. And that is held in such high regard in the Star Wars community. And it's been hinted at with little quips across movies and TV. Um, but that is untouched. And anything they do is the beginning of that universe, like that, that time of the universe. Like they have done nothing. I mean, I, we, Steve, I said it literally 20 minutes ago. It's You had a little after Order 66 and um... – immediately following the fall of the empire. Those are the two um, gaps in our story right now. And then you have this whole... I mean, it's it's eons of time. That you can if we want to be And I like the mystery. Specific. It's a different side of Star Wars. It's We've had like kind of the gritty spy and we've had the normal Star Wars. And that's kind of been it. Do, do whatever you want. Just do it. That's my statement with that. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Do it. Again, like Lando, we said, there's only so much to say about it, but I'm extremely excited to finally be exploring this time period just do it um that show looks really really cool i'll be all yeah just do it man that's how they announced it has just no idea when where so we'll see um a droid story a disney plus series with c3po and r2d2 with a new hero when i heard this i was kind of like hmm I will be tuning in, but this is one that I will not be 
jumping out of bed excited to see. Uh, it feels a little bit unnecessary, to be completely honest. That is the perfect way to describe it. Unnecessary. I thought I personally find C3PO annoying. The only thing so, is, they did say a new no, hero. So nobody asked for this. If we're gonna be honest, the like, only way C three PO. The only way this could be legit if the new hero is like a legitimately cool character. But you would think, based on a droid story, R two and C three PO are gonna be like the main characters. And I don't know if anyone really wants to see that. Um, they did that in the first couple episodes of Rebels. They did it in the Clone Wars a couple of times. Those are the ones I jumped through, if I'm going to be honest. Those are the ones I skipped through. Um, the new hero? <laughs> cool. That tells me they have no plan. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be someone there. We just don't know who. Um, again, that's filling their library. Like that's, that's a classic example of that for me. Um, I mean, make it. Go ahead. Fill out your. That's filling out your library. Everyone, that everyone's got to do like, it. People say they want content on Disney Plus, and we're giving them content. We're just throwing these guys out. Like there. nobody we're specifically requested this one. No one was like, "I want an R two and C three PO series." Like I don't think anybody wanted that. But um, Anthony Daniels, know, talk like, about talk about being booked anthony daniels has been working for lucasfilm since 1977 the guy hasn't taken a year off secured the bag yeah i want to know uh, who's the executive that pitched this seems like yeah this is my big idea seems like kathleen kennedy right up her alley let's right explore c3po more goes right into the let's, meeting pounds the table's like i got the show for you guys and they're like all right blow us away c3po and r2d2 that's the show. The show, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, I disagree with you saying I find C three PO annoying. I just, I mean, these are the two guys. They're in every fucking movie. Like we've seen them every movie. We get it. They're. It's basically Star Wars told through their eyes. They're they're there since the beginning. Um, but uh, again, they're filling out their library. The last Star Wars one, uh, Cassian Andor series has been heavily talked about been in production they gave us a sizzle reel no trailer um well they they did they revealed something huge in the sizzle do share it's six episodes it has a or sorry not six it's 12 episodes it has a movie budget and they have seven thousand cast members oh i thought you meant like a a plot point yeah i know i feel like that that's huge I mean, I think because it seems as though no, 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 seven thousand credited cast members, credited cast not members, extras, yeah. which means so. Yeah, I mean, again, it's just I feel as though as of late, the best Star Wars movies have been like the grittier ones that explore kind of like the true side of Star Wars. This is crime written all over. Yeah, it. and I mean, the spy. I mean, it's just an extension of Rogue One. Uh, my favorite part of Andor is as Billy returns is. Billy, Billy, Billy texts in the group chat. Yeah, there's a series, <laughs> Andor, in quotation, like, no shit. Like, yeah, what do you mean Andor? Like, like you don't know what that is? No, that was the title. Yeah, we know. We, yeah, you made it seem as though you had like no. This was one of the ones that was confirmed well before yesterday. Like, I didn't know that. A spy thing called yeah. Andor. Andor. I didn't get the quotes because that was the whole title. I was doing that for other things too. I was assuming Billy was like, it's called Andor. No, not remotely close to what I was trying to convey. It was a, I was misconveyed to me. I was like, hmm, 
Interesting. Um, me and Steve both had the same reaction, though. So it was your grammatical error of typing that because we're like, dude, this kid's a dumbass. So the next two Lucasfilm projects that they announced were films. They're going to be feature-length films. Um, a Taika Waititi-directed film, that's it. That They left it at that. And then a Patty Jenkins uh, Rogue Squadron movie focused on, I think, X-Wing, an X-Wing uh, pilot group. Um, there was a cool little, I wouldn't even call that a sizzle. I would call that an announcement. Uh, I like the announcement video. I um, basically, short story long, uh, Patty Jenkins' father was an Air Force pilot in the 70s. He lost his life um, fighting for the U.S. And she obviously had a, a, an affinity for fighter pilots because of that. And then um, just continued her love for aviation and said that there was no project she wanted to do about aviation uh, until now. And then the, the, it's ended with her zipping up the, uh, the X-Wing suit and hopping into uh, an X-Wing. And it's Patty Jenkins. She's a very good director. Obviously, uh, her big test is coming up uh, in two weeks with Wonder Woman uh, 84. But I'm, I'm all for whatever Taika Waititi is going to do. Go ahead. Do whatever the hell you want. I'm going to watch it. It's definitely going to be good. Um, and Patty Jenkins, I, I don't know what time frame, like we're, that's going to be in. Like, there's X wings throughout a lot of Star Wars. Um, I'm for it. I just, it, it's coming out in 2023, so like, seems like a little bit of an afterthought. But again, I, I'll watch it. I'm for it. I have two separate thoughts on this. The Taiki Watiti film. I'm all for that. I think he's a genius. So I have no does, qualms with whatever he's going to do. Whatever he does is going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be funny. It's going to be original. It's going to be unique. He's probably going to be in it, too. Which is what Star Wars needs. <laughs> yeah. The Patty Jenkins thing, it's being announced right now. I'm a little wary on it because I'm having a sneaky suspicion that Wonder Woman 1984 is going to be bad. And I if, have more than a sneaky suspicion. If that's the case, like that doesn't give me confidence with her like helming a Star Wars film. To be fair, I don't know if I'm I am not worried about Wonder Woman 84 being good. Like the plot, the character development, that dialogue, that instance. I'm more worried about the CGI seems to be the issue right Which now. Which will bring the film down as a whole. Yeah. If that sucks. I don't know if so I can if they use the though. same CGI technique as cats. What? If they use whatever CGI oh, they did in the that that trailer, then we have came up with in your head because you compared Cheetah to Cats. No, I thought I like seen somewhere that they did the same CGI technique on Cheetah as they did in Cats. Oh, I have no idea. And also, you can look that up though. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't you, be. You sure. brought that up when we saw the trailer. I also um, that trailer they released the other day that was a minute long. They never should have done that. That, that looked long. really bad. I, it looked like I made it. The running is literally like. Oh. It looks like we used iPhone slow mo and filmed it on that. That was bad. Like that was that's like, oh, you should have kept that and let us found that out on Christmas. Yeah, that's like leaning towards. All right, the first Wonder Woman was an anomaly for DC. Like we're back. Did kind you see nice. that they? Did you see that she decanonized the uh, the Justice League movie? She was like, know. yes, all us directors uh, immediately. Immediate, yeah. She was like, "Us directors cast it aside, just like the fans did." I was like, "Hope." 
Jeez. What? If if this movie is brought down by CGI, that's just DC just needs to just just throw the grenade in the bar and run because but, that, if this one's bad and like then I have hope for James Gunn, Matt Reeves, but those aren't DCEU movies. Do you know what I mean? Like those are just. I mean, I feel like the Suicide Squad is a standalone James Gunn movie. I feel like he's definitely more focused on Marvel. Um, Aiden, you haven't said anything about the Patty Jenkins thing. I just liked her announcement. I feel like when I saw it announced, I'm like, when I'm thinking these, when this seems the Rogue Squadron seems more like a show than a movie. That was kind of my one big takeaway. Like it seems. It also confused me why we're going to make a movie about something we're focused on now in 2023. X-wing pilots. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like something that like. I don't know. It, it just doesn't feel like a, a big time Star Wars movie feel. Like. My gut feeling is this is headed for Cancel Town. It's just like I don't care, to be honest, in a, a movie setting. Like Rogue One, dope. Like, that's a great idea. Yeah. Solo, like it's Han Solo, even if it had its issues. The trilogy, the prequel, obviously the OG, like all those are like big time blockbuster movies. Like Rogue Squadron just. That's I'm just gonna, I'm just for the third time to repeat myself, but it just feels like a show. But yeah, I would agree with you there. He seems very passionate though, and it so I think it could work. I just don't know if it's also the characters himself. I don't know if I'm gonna buy into as much as others. So I just what find if I that... gave you a pipe dream, a list star to be in this movie that will probably never happen. But tell me that this doesn't seem like a Tom Cruise type movie. He loves being a pilot. I thought you were gonna say. Chris Pine, who's he loves Patty Jenkins. Like Tom Cruise would love, I feel like, getting an X-wing and doing. Like I feel like he, yeah, I feel like he'd love being in Star Wars. But are Patty Jenkins and Tom Cruise known to collaborate? No, I'm saying this. There's no. Uh, I don't think there's any way this would happen. It just seems never like know. something he would be interested in. Just because um, the Top Gun connection. Yeah, but like he. <laughs> has made a point just like all right i need to have these type of planes and all that because he's big on that the only well, thing i did like is patty Jenkins seems very passionate which is usually that's good i, I did use that same logic with rosario dawson so i can't display him for my logic there she wanted to make the greatest fighter pilot movie ever ever and she was waiting and waiting and this is the one so I th- I think it could be a good movie. I just don't know if it'll ever just be like a wow. That was just a great Star Wars. Movie. I don't know. Action is not always no agreed. Always mean as good because some person can think that their idea is fantastic, if and she, she, no, everyone could say like no, this isn't good, right. even though it's green lit, and they just don't listen to you. Kind of like Ryan Johnson. If it's a gritty, if it's like a gritty kind of Rogue One esque fighter pilot tale, I think I'd be more down. You know what I mean? Like just like showing like the true side of like the war, but. I don't know. We'll see. That, that's a very way to see. I'm more excited for Taika and I know nothing about it. So that's kind of saying something. Yeah. Last Lucasfilm announcement, right? Finished up their Star Wars. They really, so I guess they had Willow and they had one other just adaption, but we weren't really going into that. Willow was actually put into our thing. Uh, I had no idea what that was. But another big news Indiana Jones 5 obviously been. We've known about it for a while. We've discussed it, but James Mingold confirmed directing. And it's releasing, what, 2022? Harrison Ford's 80. 
like an 80 year old indiana jones here's the deal james mangles directing so like there's not only is there faith there is hope and it's feasible no one wants to see an 80 year old like in action movie it's the main guy skull had worked out better with his like the whole sun element because like they could have like reasonably i'm under the hot take the hot take opinion where i don't know if i would want an essay but a retcon they rebooted indiana jones with like bradley cooper or would work like I, or it, ryan reynolds no no yes that's so terrible. harrison ford until the end of time I, like I, I i think i mentioned steve was very against it but like i could see that being like indiana jones being the american version of james bond yeah no harrison ford forever you, you and could only. i think you could reboot it yeah, no. absolutely you could. And it has to be the right actor. All right, yeah, you can right reboot character? it in 10 years when I can play him. I, I, I mean, like, I'd rather see, I'd rather, dare I say, I'd rather see Indiana Jones with James Mangle directing with Bradley Cooper than an 80-year-old Harrison Ford. I think I stand by that. I think we should move on before I get upset. I mean, they said it's the, the final chapter, so I, I'm, I'm buying it, though. I'm not worried. But like, if they're it's having the final him, chapter for five years, like, what, what other sidekick are they going to give him? It's not going to be just. It's going to be a '60s Cold War Soviet thriller again, but better. How it better old? Be better. How old was Indiana Jones supposed to be in Crystal Skull? Sixty. So wouldn't that make it the '70s? No, he was born in 1899. Yeah, but he's 80. So no, Harrison Ford's 80. Indiana I'm, Jones is going to be 70. I'm looking it, I'm looking it up. Indiana he's Jones playing is a younger be, guy because... Indiana Jones is going to be 70. Sean Connery was only nine years older than him. He played his yeah. dad. And Sean Indiana Connery Jones is going to be 70. Dad. Come on, man. That is crazy that Sean Connery looked like he was 45 years older than... Harrison Ford in 1989. That's why he originally did not want the part. Yeah. Thankfully, he accepted it. Although, I will say, in the Adam Jones movies, it seems like every other one is really good. Like, really, really good. Yes. Yeah. This, this would follow this, the pattern if this would be good. This honestly has more yeah. hope with Mangold directing it than Spielberg, if I'm going to be honest. Spielberg would have been so stubborn and nobody would have corrected him. Like, nobody would have been like, ah, Steven, I don't know if that's such a good idea. And then. No, Steven, Indiana Jones yeah. did not go to space. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, E.T. is not going to be in this movie. <laughs> no, you cannot remake Dustin Hoffman's face. Stop it. Just leave him out of this. Yeah, I guess it just depends on when they're going to set it. I don't think it's like 60s or 70s, I guess, would work. I don't think I could be more excited. I'm so excited. But for my James. Thing is, it's James Mangle. Like, he's proven yeah, good director. It's going to be a, a, a the look of the movie is going to be brilliant. Like, we're talking back to like Raiders and, and Last Crusade type cinematography, I feel like. But like, how physically able is Harrison Ford? Very physically able. He's very physically able. They All have, right, like, hold, hold, I didn't try to insult anybody right there. Don't need to hop to his defense. I'm just saying, like, he is for someone who's 80, he's very physically now, able. Now you're adding a little. <laughs> See, like, I don't need for someone who's 80, he's gonna be physically able. Like, I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> it's just my thing, but like, 
they had the right idea of continuing the thing, right? They the did. Sidekick, even like yeah. the, the Logan, but they've already done that. So what are they going to do yeah. now? What if it's like Shayla Booth can't come back? What you call him? Sexually harassing and um, abusing that that girl. He admitted to it. What did you just call him? Shayla Booth. Shia LaBeouf. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He can't come back. So what are we doing? Well, he can't come back anyway because he wasn't. He very sucked. Took <laughs> in the extreme. Uh, now. I guess right. unless you just unless you generally just kind of forget about Crystal Skull and just say it never happened. How else are they gonna do that? I don't. I don't know. I mean, that's what happened with Logan. They did do that with Logan. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> like they, what? They just didn't. They just remove it and act as though it never happened. Yeah. And he has like, my guess is like Indy's like some retired professor and he meets someone who wants to go on one last adventure with him. Does Indiana Jones die at that? Harrison Ford loves killing his characters. I don't know. I don't know if I would be able to handle that. That would not be cool if they kill off Indiana Jones. I I don't know if I'd recover from that. You said no, like Billy, like you wouldn't be able to recover or like, like you're acting no to me and Steve's. No, I don't want them to kill off. Oh yeah, that would be bullshit. And then fine. I don't, I don't know. After that would not go over well. I don't think they would do that because after watching Han Solo die in theaters, I don't know if I could then take Indiana Jones dying in theaters. That would be like that made sense though. Okay, okay, it did. Like it it was good, a good killing, but it it hurt my soul. Let me relate this to Rocky. Rocky Five. Rocky was originally supposed to die. Yeah. yeah. And they did. Oh my god. Test screenings of the movie. And people hated it. Absolutely hated it. So they changed that at the last minute. Bring I don't me, think Indiana Jones would they would kill off. Bring me Indiana Jones in that gritty Logan-esque type of movie on one final adventure with a partner, a younger partner who can carry the reins and further the franchise. Chris you Hemsworth. Say, you say recast Indiana Jones and you mentioned Logan. Tell me Hugh Jackson would not be a good indie. He's Wolverine. His hair's too dark. Bradley Cooper, Chris Pratt could do it. No, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. I would not. I would. I do not think Chris too, Pratt. Would do too funny. Ah, fair. Bradley Cooper is my top. Choice. Bradley Cooper. It, Bradley Cooper to... is indie to me. Like I could see he like yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Too funny. Ryan Reynolds is the worst one out of everything mentioned. Chris I'd rather have. I'd rather have Pratt than Reynolds. Hemsworth is a little too big. He's a little too big. He yeah, he's big. He's really big. big. Bradley Cooper is the only answer. Evans? No, too tall. No, too too Captain America. Yeah. It's Bradley Cooper. <laughs> See, I actually will only accept Bradley Cooper. I've decided that is I'll it. Bring. I I bend that far. That will conclude. What about like Adam Driver? No, we're done. We're done talking about recasting him because it's not going to happen anyway. Driver. Yeah, that was a mid- what? His hair's too dark. Oh my god, Billy, you're try. Please keep on giving us more horrible Indiana Jones. Let's see how far you can go. How are these horrible? Like, they don't look like him. Yes, you do. You can change the appearance. No. Yes, you can. No, you can't. It's in the contract. Nope. You you has you can't you can't dramatically alter. You can't that. change it. Nicholas Cage. Okay, now we're talking. What do you say? Yeah. 
Nicholas Nick Cage. Cage. <laughs> no. The Indiana Jones Nick Cage crossover is possible. I'm just saying. Oh, that don't don't do that to me. Don't give me that hope. Ben Ben Gates and Indiana Jones. Don't try and make three billion dollars right the, there. Come the on. last dance. Ben Gates and Indiana Jones. Really cut out your Paul Blart Nick Cage, uh, Nick Cage National Treasure crossover. Give me the write that India National Treasure crossover. Stop. The studio wouldn't know where to put all that money. In your pockets. Um, the next. It's unbelievable how much money we're moving. That on. would make, and they would just like never consider to be anything like it. <laughs> it's unbelievable how much money a National Treasure Three would make, and they've been like, "No, I'm not making yeah, that, that for 13 that, years." That's hurting, but we're gonna get it. There's hope. There's hope. I don't know where, but it's out there somewhere. I mean, the House of Mouse is purely fueled on money. They only see green. They only see green. The only reason why they're making an Indiana Jones five anyway. Yeah, or they're just making up for the last one. True. I mean, I guess they're batting fifty percent in your minds. I would. That's say Aiden's like, thing. Uh, they're batting. They're batting six twenty five. I'm giving yeah. them half credit for both of the other movies. I, mean, I, I like Temple of Doom. I the problem with Temple of Doom is it's it's like more of it's. I mean, we had this discussion on the draft show. It's horror. It's not. It doesn't. It doesn't strike me as Indiana Jones, and the Crystal Skull was like half Indiana Jones for the first hour and a half, and then like the last hour, like things just got overly weird. Yeah, I did not like the last one. I didn't. Indiana. I have to admit, I was moving room. I had to move rooms, but I heard you talking about five hundred. For as much as like I love the Indiana Jones franchise, it really only has two good movies. It's the same thing. I, I, I love that you it, get it, out of your own room. It has two good ones. Two amazing um, all times. Yeah. What's so funny though is people. I, I was talking to someone who isn't a Star Wars fan, and they're like, "I don't understand why Star Wars fans stand the universe and stand the characters when there's like four good movies and they hate all the other ones." I'm like, "You just got to be part of the vibe. You just you 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 got to. You, you won't understand unless you are a Star Wars fan. You won't understand unless you understand. Yeah. Um, I feel like anyone in the pre or in the sequel trilogy any character besides kylo ren and kylo ren bb8 can go to hell bb8 can fuck right off too no whoa bb8's amazing put dameron i'm with it put dameron be in rogue squadron could he it could be centered around him we literally didn't know anything about this character no we he was okay, but like it's I mean, think like about were, who plays him. We're trying to make him want to be Han Solo. Disney loves him though. Depend depending on when Rogue Squadron set, honestly, Oscar Isaac very well could be coming back. I just, oh, he'll already be in house for Moonlight. But like unrelated, I was reading an article about the rankings of the X Men movies because I wanted to see how they align with mine, and this person whoever wrote it had some. Big problem with the amount of makeup that was put on Oscar Isaac. Yeah, I mean, because they were complaining, like, oh, you hid the hottest actor in Hollywood. Okay. Not what I was anticipating. I, mean, I didn't think it that was really we were weird. Going with that. I just thought that I would bring that up since we mentioned his character. So that, that was a uh, interesting turn from our Lucasfilm. But um, moving ahead, 
what what um, you get is what you got with us. It's gonna happen. Yeah. From Lucasfilm, we went to just some like general Disney movie updates. So I'm just gonna run through them real quick and just give me your brief. Yeah, please run through them. Animated Diary of a Wimpy Kid film, animated Night at the Museum film, a Lion King live action prequel. <laughs> <laughs> the Little Mermaid whole cast was unveiled. Honestly, solid cast, but I'll go no, 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 no. Do not say solid cast. I said besides. Calm down. If you let me finish. There's three of the six six people there that stink. Who? David Diggs. So annoying. Aquafina, annoying. I don't Melissa like McCarthy, Aquafina. Why? Yeah. I'm Melissa not- McCarthy as Ursula makes no sense in any way, shape, or form. David Diggs is not bad i don't mind i don't mind anything you know, other than blackish? aquafina and he's annoying uh, and blackish and he was kind of annoying in hamilton he was kind of annoying in hamilton but i, I don't like aquafina i don't like Ms. melissa mccarthy i don't know anything about the main ariel i know javier bardem really can't go can't go wrong with him like, i like do not get the aquafina craze like, at we talked about her several times. I don't find her funny. I don't find her funny at all. At all. She's gonna be in Shang Chi too. Like, yeah, that one was me and Steve. That that hurts. That was a groan. That was. A, oh. Did we know that before yesterday? Yeah. No. Did we? Yeah, it was rumored. Rumor. I I put it back here. That's I mean, I'm not surprised. They want to put her in everything nowadays. Like she was. I love her. She's been annoying in everything I've seen her in, which hasn't been a lot. She's in Ocean's 8 and Jumanji, two movies that weren't good but were ruined by her presence. See, Jumanji, I didn't mind, but her character was just like, all right, why are you in this? Her Dude, main she was playing Danny Glover. Good in. Crazy Rich Asians, she was not good. Um, my, my, my mom and sister loved her, so I don't know. Um, moving on, running through. Chippen. Sorry, but because though I'm all for that. Yeah, I I liked those books. I read. I'm them a all. big Greg Kepler guy. Yeah, I'm from a boy. Oh, I was terrible, terrible movies. Ooh, disagree. No, nah, they were awful. Diary of a Wimpy Kid is basically the Joey Goss story. <laughs> Joey Goss, a Diary of a Wimpy Kid story. I want to see. Uh, I want to see the Billy Bruno's famed like Snapchat Photoshop edits of Joey's face over. Uh, <laughs> be good. Um, honestly, one that I was looking forward to, Chippendale with Andy Samberg and John Mulaney. So, you know, be funny. That's a Joey Goss movie right there. <laughs> so, Sanders, you know, be funny if that Mulaney, was like rated R. Rogan. Yeah. If that was rated R, that would be hysterical. It's not though, because it's. I know. I am aware. Also like half animation, half live action, right? It's something like it's that. Tom and Jerry style. I mean, that's gonna be a lot. Um, that's going to be for like I said because of those two yeah. sure why not I'm a fan and then Tom Hanks uh, Pinocchio going right to Disney Park. hold on for the Chippendale are they involved in the writing Sandberg and Mulaney oh, I don't think they reveal I, I, I don't think we that was just a that. brief like oh if they're involved in the writing then I think that could be like sneaky really good and funny if they're not then it's then they're not if that's like a kid show then but if it was if that thing about it though, that'd be funny as shit if it was rated R. Yeah. Like And Rogan has a cameo. That would have had my full attention. Um, that would have been funny. Some more some Disney animation updates. Uh for for the Tom Hanks Pinocchio. Oh, you wanted to my dad earlier. Like I haven't seen any of the live action remakes basically because 
I've tried to avoid them. Because I don't want to support... I'll the, tell you, there's one good one, though. There's one good one that might be better than the original, which is Beauty and the Beast. Hercules. Oh, I'm saying of the ones that are that out. That one I'll watch, but I don't want to support... But that one's really good. Like, it, like that, they didn't stray away from the story, and they added... They, so they didn't stray away from anything in the original plot, but they added more, if that makes sense. Like, they kept the same... Like, Lion King, they changed a lot. But Beauty and the Beast, they added more stuff and made it more realistic to that time. And I really, really love that. Well, I, the, I other heard ones that are, the other ones are pitiful. I heard that Mulan oh. is different and it's like more realistic, which is why people didn't like it. Mulan's about the story of Fa Mulan, not this. That will be that's on the watch list for the Joe Bums. Definitely gonna have to watch it now that it's free. But my point is, so I've been not. I don't want to watch these because I want to support Disney just remaking the same movie. Don't watch it. But if you bring in Robert Zemeckis and get Tom Hanks to star, like I'm, I'm going to watch it. Well, they might alter the story. I'm, I mean, basically anything Tom Hanks now, I'll, I'll watch. Because he's just magic. Yeah, he's, he is magic. Plus, just bringing Robert Zemeckis, like, all right, you're, you're going to get me with that one, Disney. Congrats. You yeah, got, you, you win. You won this round. You know what rounds they're not going to win? The the next four. I'm not going to watch any of these. Baymax, Tiana, Zootopia Plus, and Sorry, Moana. Is animation? No. I, those nope. were the ones, like, why? Like, okay. Again. Of. Okay, but again, they're not for us. They're not for us. They're yeah. not for us. And then Pixar. Oh, someone added. Yeah, they have Yeah, to. I added that. All right. I added, added that. This. I like I like some Nacho stuff. I There's like a Will Smith one too. Stuff. It's only like they, it's only like Will Smith and Chris Hemsworth dropped in the world. Go explore. So Nacho and History Channel. I know that's not a Disney property. They do make some really cool stuff. I just don't have the time to watch it. But this Chris Hemsworth documentary, I'm going to carve out time to pay attention to that one because I love Chris Hemsworth, but two because it looks really cool. I mean, just him pushing his body to the limit. And doing all these different stuff with the science in the body and him trying to stay in peak physical condition. And just seeing his journey throughout that, that seems really interesting to me. And also, I'm glad he's predicting it. because He's he Thor. He wants to stay Thor for a long time. He, it's because he is him. He has the hammer in real life. That's where his powers come yeah, from. Look at him. If you he's look not at a human. human and say, who is Thor? Yeah. It's Chris Hemsworth. But he's not a human. That's how he looks like that. He's just not he's just not the same race as the three of us. Like he's there's no way you can convince me that. But this is gonna be really interesting because you have He's Australian physical like top he's from, from down performance. But it's gonna show that he's also really smart and combine that. And they're gonna go to some really cool places. Billy, you know what I'm gonna say to this? I'm happy that you're happy. I'm happy that you're happy. I mean, I feel like I, it's gonna be enjoyable and I could learn something. I you could learn. Happy tune again. I will let Billy fill me in. You can tell it's how I don't it know goes. when this is coming out, but I'm I'm all for it. I mean, Chris Hemsworth for me is like one one of the actors that I'll watch whatever you're in, no matter what. Vacation. Yeah. <laughs> That's the randomest thing I could think of. I don't think I don't know. Although I will, I have not gotten around to watch the Men in Black International. Oh, I haven't seen that. MIBI. Yeah, I heard it's really bad. So that that could be an exception. MIBI was not good. Billy, you watched Extraction, right? Yeah, I did. 
not Let's, sure how they're gonna do a sequel, but we'll see. Really, you definitely Once, in the heart of the sea. I mean, I can figure out how, but also I don't know if it needs to be a whole extraction world like they're planning. What are the next two on our list? I'm skipping extraction. We're not talking about that. Really, have you seen in the heart of the sea? What are we talking about? I'll take that as a no. I'm listing off random Chris Hemsworth movies. Oh. No, like, I'm not... The Huntsman, Winter's I'm War. starting this now, like, with Chris Hemsworth. Like, Black he didn't Hall. reach this... Black hat? ...yet, until recently. Rush is supposedly pretty good. What uh, are these next two? Well, then, we're, we're looking at Pixar. The Pixar. I don't know. I missed Only- that. Only one of the Pixar really matters. The, the Luke, okay, so there was Luca, which is the next one coming out. Turning Red, which was about a girl who turns into a, a giant like red wolf when she gets like blushes, and Buzz Lightyear. Which I mean, I mean that fires me up. I mean, talk about a very unnecessary. If I'm gonna be completely honest, excited. No, about no, they they explained how necessary it was. That so. is not okay. We're not gonna be very that. unnecessary, but they're, exceedingly they're cool. cool. There is no need for a Buzz Lightyear origin story. I mean, well, yes, one. there is. You were asking for that before this was announced. I didn't see. Yes, it. yes. You didn't hear me. Also, I was about it the other day, I saw. I have some like DVD of like a sixty-minute made-for-TV thing that was just Buzz Lightyear. Don't know what it was. It was like Buzz Lightyear Star Command. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But tell me, this doesn't fire you up. I, I not, couldn't be more fired up. Not only is it Buzz Lightyear, great character. You did not think there was going to be any Chris Evans news in the Disney's Investors Day because he wasn't involved in Marvel. Let, little did you know that Pixar was stealing his services. Bang. Pixar I killed mean, Captain America. Chris Evans is fired up for it, so I'm fired up. We weren't asking for it, but we got it, and now we're happy that we got it. It was like it was like they subconsciously knew that we wanted it. That's in theaters too, right? Yeah, it's a movie. All right, I'm I'm seeing that in theaters. Yeah, I'll join you. No doubt. No doubt. I feel bad for Tim the Toolman Taylor though. Yeah. Why? Why? Wait. Why is uh Chris Evans replacing uh Tim Allen? Because Tim Allen has the voice of a sixty-year-old man. So, the 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 idea is that listen in Toy Story four. Yeah, but that wasn't a young Buzz Lightyear like you need a no it's not wait really it's not about that Buzz Lightyear it's about the hero that Buzz that Buzz Lightyear toy is based off of it's like the original one though the first one that everything's based off of so it's not okay like that still makes sense as to why it's not Tim Allen and 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 Tim Allen says things that Disney doesn't like so right Disney and Tim Allen are kind of (laughs) Like they let's, barely let's were able tell, to work together. Let's just tell it like it is. Tim Allen Brand doesn't say things that. that Disney agrees with. I personally weird, like Tim Allen did everything with ABC and Disney before him. I personally find Last Man Standing, his sitcom, flipping hysterical. And they kicked him off after um he said things that he shouldn't have. <laughs> and then they put it on Fox and it was just as funny. I do like Tim Allen. I haven't seen that. Show, I, I I like Home Improvement. I like the Santa Claus movies. Things Tim Allen says don't bother me. He's I will guy. not stop watching him. He's immune. 
he's not immune. He can he can really ruin his legacy, but it won't change the fact that like I'm not going to say it. Like he, he he was funny at the time if he ruins his legacy, but I think he's smart enough not to. Now we get into the nitty gritty. I mean, this is this is where shit really hit the fan with Marvel because of how they just they just went. It was like a roller coaster that just kept going down. Like it was, we were just we were in such free fall for so long. Um, and are, it's, either, are you confu- like concerned about the no mention of Deadpool three though? No. Well, I was more. I think they have. I think they really have issues with the transfer of properties from Fox. I think that's the number one reason that. why it hasn't been introduced. Like I'm saying, they're still ironing out details. But if they like greenlit the production of it, why couldn't they announce it? Because the, I'm sure there's still some other things. Because my biggest worry is that we'll get into it. Is that Eternal somehow still didn't drop a trailer? That was my biggest concern. That there was no. And, we're still like 11 months away though. But they dropped a sizzle reel for Miss Marvel. <laughs> like that literally just started production. We haven't seen anything. We saw we saw scenes from Miss Marvel. Like we saw there was like five. Bases. Yeah. Which okay. To hide Kit Harrington's acting. I swear. I'm just saying. Are you not concerned about like this was? I mean, I have a genuine level of concern for this it was movie. Supposed to come out in December. I've lost so much buzz for like Eternals and Black Widow, and my attention has just shifted to other Marvel movies that that's in the back of my head. Eternals is something that I'm going to watch and I'm going to be like, oh. That was my only concern. Like, my focus is on Spider-Man 3, Doc Strange (laughs) 2, Thor, Love, and Thunder. Yeah, because those are the big, like, universe-affecting movies. These are the smaller ones. And I wouldn't say anything Marvel does is small. You know what I mean, though, relative scale. We don't know, though. Um, Eternals... I expect, I, I would say, I expect absolutely nothing from Eternals. Anything that they do will Angelina exceed Jolie. my expectations. I did not remember that till yesterday. Angelina Jolie is in a Marvel movie. She's the lead. I originally had this higher than both of you, I think, when we did our top ten anticipated of 2020 when we thought movies were actually going to come out. Yeah, I didn't have. I had it at nine, and we were still in the studio and all that. I had this higher up, and it's just precipitated my hype for this movie i tell you what though the three trailers we got i mean the the first two like the winter soldier one was cool it was just kind of cool seeing the content and the wandavision trailer was perfect showing us nothing again and then trailer breakdowns boys and the loki one loki was probably the highlight of the uh the whole thing for me was the coolest thing i've ever seen in okay. in two minutes no exaggeration no out of all what we saw you said I've ever seen. Yeah, at a Disney oh, investors Loki. meeting. <laughs> oh well, you're you, no. I have been high on Loki ever since that this idea was announced. This has been high on my list of Marvel future plans for a while. Did that trailer help? Like the trailer just got me more intrigued. Yeah, it just it raises more questions, which it is does. good because it's like, Loki. Okay, I like I see that. I loved that it was Owen Wilson. How yeah. is it doing that? Why is it? Why is he doing that? The elevator what's buttons going, what's going is, to happen? has my mind racing. Great trailer. Great trailer. Such and a good. I don't know if this was known, but I was not aware that it was coming out that soon. I didn't know that. <laughs> I, 
I, I think we knew it, but we didn't put the pieces together because we knew it was like coming out. I I, I forget that I forget that twenty twenty one is in nineteen days yeah. or twenty days. That 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 idea confuses me. Here, I feel like that's something that like stayed in the same spot and never got shifted. Never got shifted. It filmed. I feel like I feel like I knew in the back of my mind, like yeah, it was supposed to come out middle twenty twenty one originally, but I just gonna, assumed that it was pushed back. I'm gonna compare that to Mandalorian. Like they got what done what they needed to get done and like nothing was hindered and nothing is going to be hindered but also like i'm wondering now if that leads into thor love and thunder at all and with the news that that's pushed back do we move loki back eventually? Uh, i don't know if it leads into it i don't know if, i don't know if that's a necessarily leading movie i so think I, like I, I don't know we don't i we think don't know Ant, that yet. i think ant-man might have more to do with thor than love and thunder than Loki, based off of the release dates. I'm just that Loki trailer bumped up my hype exponentially. I don't even know what it connects to, but I it very well could because think about it in that line, which was so awesome to me as a as a, a big fan of like unsolved mysteries. The DB Cooper case I love, and kind of reconciling to make Loki DB Cooper was awesome to me. But he says brother Hemdall. It seems as though it's just setting up a a Loki. Similar to Star Wars, no one's ever really dead. A Loki return in Love and Thunder. I saw three things in that trailer that I would like to point out. First thing was the buttons on the elevator. I think that that is different years and verses. I think that is different. Like when they go to different floors, they are in different time periods. Second thing, that was Dr. Doom, the hooded figure. You can't change my mind until it is proven otherwise. Third thing, there was a couple of hooded figures throughout, mass figures throughout that we have really no idea. There are all three. Tracks. The third thing, that was Black Widow sitting on the thingy in an alternate reality, and that's how Scarlett Johansson's coming back. Welcome back, my beloved ScarJo. You are coming back via this show. Even if it's, even if it's for ten minutes, that's all I'll take. I mean, and my, that's what's so dope about it. I feel like these shows is because they have such high movie budgets and they connect. It's nothing's out of the question. Like we saw with Mark Ruffalo and She-Hulk. Like anyone can appear. It doesn't matter how big of an actor they are. Like these are inherent with the movies. So, I mean, it very well could just be a tease. Like, oh, this, I think it's definitely a tease. But uh, one thing I'll say is. looks like her though. If you ask me to predict a plot for Loki, I will plead the fifth. It does look like her, but Marvel's got to keep some people dead, right? No. Or, like, not in the universe. Really, you never read the comics, but to this day, everyone's alive. Like, I, I know they want to do that and all, but, like... Nobody is dead. I mean, I, you know, like, give, to me, you have to give some sense that when you're watching it, Okay, something bad can happen. I understand you have to have a real sense of loss, but like, well, actually, Iron Man's dead. Captain America's gone. Like, they're gone. They're gone. Yeah, and those two hurt the most. Like, yeah, right. And then they're gonna do it with Thor, and then we're gonna get really sad. But like, people I don't do know die. what they'll do with Thor. He wants yeah, to be I, I in here know. for a while. I, he, the intent on his part is there. Clearly, our DJ and Chris Evans had paid their dues in their minds. But Chris Hemsworth, the intent is there. But like the thing with Loki is like you're dealing with time. That's the first thing. Anything can happen. You're dealing with Loki. Anything can happen. He has the space stone. Anything can happen. And did I mention that it's Loki? 
But it's just an interesting part. If you break down that trailer, so it's made to the edit at least looks as though it gets the space sewn right and is dropped off in um like the Arizona, right? No, I don't know. I made that up. The desert, right? Yeah. And he doesn't have the space stone like with him anymore. So that was one of the things I was wondering: is like, did he lose it? Is that just a an editing trick? So. I just think it as it, that trailer, I mean, Steve, you mentioned it when you were introducing these three is each trailer suitably like hinted at a lot, but revealed really nothing. And I love that. It kind of, there's so many questions. You had Loki with the post-apocalyptic New York scenes. There's just so many different things that's going to explore. It seems as though he's going to be traveling throughout time. They build it as kind of like a, a crime mystery thriller, which is awesome. The hooded figure has enough intrigue. We really don't know anything about these shows, and I'm hoping we, they leave it that way. A- anyone who thinks they have an idea of what's going on in Loki is so full of themselves and should not think they know. But that's Doctor Doom. That's Doctor Doom. I, I love the is. fact, though, that we're going to be bombarded with shows. Well, I said I said to you guys last night we have we have Marvel every month starting in January for the next four years. Yeah, the information Thankfully, because we have been through so much. We haven't seen we Marvel have. since Spider-Man. Yeah, that's not okay. In July of last year, if people... Uncle Uncle Kevy's right. got us. He's got us right There's here. There's going to be 18 yeah. months between Spider-Man Far From Home to WandaVision. They're going to say 2021... Uh, it, it, it can't, I mean, 2021 can't be as bad as 2020. We, we at least have these Marvel shows at the minute. And, and we have a vaccine. So, like, 2021... Well, Steve, we do have a vaccine, and let me just say... Literally just now, when you said that, across oh. my phone, oh. FDA approves Pfizer's COVID vaccine for emergency distribution in the oh, U.S. Love it. Love to see it. I so, did that. I created that. Thank you. Little Billy Big News alert right there. Latest fault line hits, and California gets like dropped into the sea, and the country's destroyed because of you. So, so things are looking up. I mean, 2021, if you look at the Marvel slate, I think I think guys, I think we should stop talking about. There's better years in the future. There are like 2022 is going to be better than 2021. Asteroid hits, world is destroyed. We never even get 2022. I said I said that when I brought up Thor: Love and Thunder. My mom, I said, we already the three of us already decided that no matter what we have, May 7th, we're still going. May 6th to see Thor. Absolutely. And she goes, she goes, what happens if an asteroid hits? And I was like, whoa, (laughs) what? I have to consider the way things are going right now. Yeah, she's not, I mean, she's not wrong. That can come on the 7th. Yeah. We're we're watching on the 6th. Yeah. Um, You guys want to break down the other two quick? Uh, Other key thoughts from Captain America? Captain America, honestly, I feel like gave away the least. That was just a very basic setting. Kind of what we knew going in. What are you calling a Captain America for? Falcon of the Winter Soldier. <laughs> I was so confused. I was looking on the list. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? We're reaching like a... We're reaching like... The witching hour. Hour and a half of uh, this show. This be, I'm going to build a two-hour special. Um, Falcon Winter Soldier. It, it just feels like that was just kind of a base overlay. Like, yep, this is going to be in the vein of Winter Soldier spy thriller. I hope that's all we get in terms of trailer. Really... New uniform look good. I think the key was it showed that none of them are Captain America. Neither are Captain America. Here's my three things. No, no one's Captain America at the start. Like the U.S. agents kind of taking that mantle. Seems as though they're working with Zemo. The people with the face are 
I have it up here because I, I did not I never read a comment. The lead actress Black is Smasher. The lead actress is the same lady who played Emphy's Nest in Solo for, for reference, us nerd fans. She might not even be the main they're saying that. Black Smasher is just some like terrorist and they might enlist Zemo to help them. And the one other point they said, just summarizing, it does seem as though Bucky may just be another supporting character and um, Sam is kind of the focus of this show. At least that's what the trailer kind of presented. I'm, yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to be honest. It definitely looked like the Falcon in The Winter Soldier. Like yeah. that trailer was very, the Falcon, look at his cool new stuff and then Bucky's got a haircut and a quarter zip sort of thing going on. I have to guess, and that's also just based on the comics, uh, U.S. agent is, I think he's going to be the bad guy. Johnny Walker. Uh, I, I, it just seems, oh, the action socks look, like the CGI looked very solid. That looked really well done. The, like the if we're going to be honest, yeah. yeah. So I was impressed. I was impressed with it. Honestly, I think Loki overshadowed it because I honestly wasn't expecting. I didn't know we were getting a Loki stuff. trailer. I didn't think. No idea. Did. But I mean, yeah. I think um, excuse me, Falcon Winter Soldier looks good, and I'm excited for what it comes. But I think, as in terms of relative to like the influence and scope and what it can affect, WandaVision and Loki, because of their connections to the possible multiverse, because of time, line, yeah. They're going to mess around with that. While Captain America, keep on calling Captain America, Falcon and Winter Soldier seems like a little more grounded, which is it's very US based. Yeah, it's just, it's grounded. I think it's where yeah. I throw it. So it doesn't pop off in terms yeah. of the grand scheme of the MCU, but I think it's going to be a very good show. That's yes. the classic what they wanted to lead into the Marvel stuff on Disney Plus. That's interesting. That was their complete plan because you have more characters that people are more familiar with. And, like, it wasn't going to have a huge impact, so they could just do whatever they wanted to, really, in the first one. And, obviously, plans changed. Plans I think changed. that's an interesting point, Billy. When we see them all, if you look back, it's really just WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier. If we look back, it would have been better if it was the original and nothing I messed up because... They had to change around the storylines a little bit. It seems as though Falcon and Winter Soldier, like, the ceiling maybe isn't as high. It's just going to be a dope spy thriller. And it's going to be like, like, oh, that was cool. But then, like, while WandaVision has the ceiling of this is universe changing, but Falcon and Winter Soldier's floor seems like, oh, at worst, it's just a dope spy thriller. You know what I mean? Like, I would say right now it doesn't really matter because I think the whole plan was, okay, we know a lot of people are going to buy Disney Plus right away. Some people are going to wait. And those people were treated to the Mandalorian right away. And then they were going to have to wait for months, like six months before Falcon Winter Soldier. But then all these people bought Disney Plus anyway because they were stuck at home with nothing to do. And they're like, all right, we'll get it because there's more things to watch. So then Disney Plus subscriptions shot up. So they really don't need that draw in to get new customers. Now I think they're like, all right, it doesn't really matter what we throw out there first for Marvel. I think that's the overall theme of Disney Plus. You're going to have the heavy hitters, and then they're just going to throw out things that nobody cares about that people are going to watch just because they already have Disney Plus. They're building no. important, but it doesn't no, have I know. that draw yeah. to get new customers as the Falcon and the Winter Soldier could have had. But the fact that they already have the customers now, they don't need the Falcon. Correct. Yeah. And also, you're going to get even more customers just by all of this that they've announced yesterday. Right. So they don't need that specific Marvel drawing as they would have needed it like in the summer when they were originally planning to release Falcon Winter Soldier. Right. 
Um, so that was the trailers. They also released the What If trailer. I don't really have too much to say. I think it's a cool concept. I'm going to yeah. watch. It doesn't really have broad ranging things. It's just kind of like it a, doesn't connect to the universe because of the fact that it's changing everything. No, I think it's just like a. I'm going to just enjoy watching it. Like it's it's not a. Like, I like the animation style. It's unique. Yeah, I like the animation. Style. It's just kind of a, it's a show. Like it's yes, a, it's literally just a Disney Plus show. Well, I'm excited for it. It'll Which is fun. it's gonna be a fun watch. It's gonna one be thing I'd like to state now before I say it for the next two years is. There's going to be so many shows that are just Disney Plus shows. Like, it's an NBC show. It's an ABC show. Yeah. It's a CBS show. Like, that's literally what's – they're building a network. They're building – oh, it's oh it's just a Netflix show. It's just a series on Netflix. Oh, it's just a series on Hulu. Like, that's literally what's happening there's, right there's now. There's going to be a separation for, oh, it's just a Disney Plus show, as you said, and the ones that, like, this is an MCU show. Right, right. There's going to be a huge discrepancy. And there, oh, this is just – think that after yesterday – the Disney Plus Star Wars show. Yeah, what's up, Billy? Do you think that after yesterday, the other streaming networks, and even more so, like cable networks, were like, oh, shit, like, we're in trouble? Um, well, Hulu didn't, because Ross right. of Mouse owns them. They were like, ha-ha, we get some of that money, too. Netflix yeah. is chilling? Netflix HBO is Max. buying more. HBO Max is concerned. I think HBO Max is shaking in their boots right now, based on... The backlash of the decisions. To well, they're just not releasing the same caliber movies and on HBO Max. And they don't, but they don't have like that. That the, the issue is HBO Max has by far and away the best movie catalog itself. Like oh well, because yeah, they have the old the all timeies. But they're not churning out new stuff. Actually, the, the new stuff they churned out is honestly not bad. I'm currently watching one of their shows, The Flight Attendant, which is actually oh my god, somebody said to watch that. Yeah, I recommend it. Really good. But they're not. They don't have the Marvel or Star Wars. They don't have the oomph, and they had kind of a poor release, and it hasn't gained traction. So, to me, those Disney Plus, Netflix, and HBO Max are going to be the big three. Yeah, like, they are the big three now. I, I don't. Yeah, like I mean, Hulu's there, but that's kind of now merged into Disney. That's Plus. Disney Plus. I think the goal is probably Disney Plus is then going to be like seventeen ninety nine a month, and it's going to be you get everything versus just Disney, Disney Plus. By 2025, will probably be 14.99. Well, they're doing, they're making it Star. So within Disney Plus now, there's overseas. It's the one of the announcers is Star, which is like the mature content where you get Deadpool and Kingsman. So like, and rated R Chippendale. Okay, uh, dude. If you get the Disney it. Plus that has everything, you're also getting ESPN Plus, which offers yes, you a lot are. more. Because you can still just get Disney Plus. No, I'm talking about like. I know what you're talking about like both movies. of you. Like because not like, just yeah. kid movies and Marvel and Star Wars. I'm talking like every like the Fox properties too. Yeah. Right, like Disney Plus movies. with this announcement, they're no longer just going to be a vault. Which is what they needed to do. Yeah, that's right. But like now I'm saying like in in the Star thing or like Die Hard, Alien. You guys are saying the same thing. Right. I don't understand ways. why that's not in the US though. Yeah, I think they're testing it out. It's probably also something to do with the rights. They don't want to give it to us yet until it's perfect. Yeah. Hey, so that's something. Um, Shall we move on? Those were the trailers that were released. Yeah. Everything else was kind of announcements about either characters or... Um, characters in shows and shows about characters. Yes. And a couple of big shows, but there was a, a little um, sizzle reel for the Miss Marvel show, which literally I think sort of like in production like a couple of weeks ago. So I was not expecting much. Means these after I'm a little concerned because 
was four clips, but it looked like a Disney Channel original show. Like, Which I think is perfect for it. I don't think it's for us again. I really think no, no, it's no, no, for... No. She's appearing in Captain Marvel 2, and she's going to be a crucial... That, that, no, I, I understand. No, it's not a Disney Plus show. I understand it's... I'm, I'm not talking about for us in terms of Marvel fans. I'm talking about you are drawing in the 12-year-old crowd. Like, this is like, Mom, let me get Disney Plus so that I can watch miss marvel and then you have that sh- we ha- we're gonna have to watch it because of its connections that, that, but it's this is such a huge hit this is such a huge hit for kids it's gonna be able to be both you can't you can't you that's like you can't make a show that has wide ramifications on the marvel cinematic universe like be made the main marvel cinematic and have it be a kid show you simply can't i think it's gonna be geared towards imagine if they did that with spider-man and made Spider-Man because he's in high school just like a kid show. It's that. not for us. You can't say that. Miss Marvel is appearing in Captain Marvel too. Feige has mentioned like she's going to be a crucial part of the wider MCU. You can't make this a Disney Channel show in that format. And that's kind of what it looked like. And granted, me and Steve probably overreacted because it was literally like four clips. It was four clips. It just kind of looked like yesterday. It looked a little like shit. Like, it looked Hannah Montana. Like it yeah. looked like That's So Raven sort of like cutting in film again she's also they're more focusing on the school and like her personal life of a teen like that you don't get too much but if it's anything like that so raven that's perfect because that show was if you're bringing back those old kind of disney shows though like i don't know that's something fresh to the mcu you have to if 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 the star of the show is 13 you have to make it realistic that a 13 year old but like it needs to be i know what you're saying disney show that was like when we were kids, I feel like because older people could watch those and like sit through it. Like today's Disney Channel shows, like no chance. My only thing is Steve and Billy. If you took out, let's go back to Homecoming, and Larry just took the clips out of him in the classroom, him playing with uh, Ned briefly in his room, and the one of him at like the party. I guess you could make a case that Homecoming would look kind of like that too. Before You're like saying that. him playing with Ned in his room just like did not sound right to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know when they were Ned was playing with the uh, they're playing Legos. They're playing Legos. <laughs> yeah. I always see a thing. Imagine the set director who had to co- build all those Lego Death Stars only for for Ned to drop them continuously for all those takes. Imagine being that guy. I mean. You could look at it two ways. Either you're, oh my god, you're that guy, or I was that guy. Yeah, that was me. That was it's like the Leonardo DiCaprio. Meme. Yeah. <laughs> but Miss Marvel, I guess that leads into the Captain Marvel two officially announced. But Miss Marvel is appearing. It needed to cost us directing. We knew that adult hey, Monica Rambeau is coming back. There was nothing but beautiful things said about Nia DaCosta. I, I haven't seen any of her work, but if, if that's the, another the thing people... we missed. WandaVision trailer, Monica Rambeau. Yeah, if the people that was a scary scene, I didn't like that scene. That makes she's like, who are you? And then she's like, who am I? And I'm like, if we're going oh. back to WandaVision real quick. It kind of makes me question of is this a is Wanda trapped? Or there's also been a little more subtle hints in that trailer that maybe someone else is controlling this. Um, that so. that that show looks scary. Like I I don't like jump scares and mind screwy things, but that looks like that's what that's gonna be. I'm a fan. 
No, like I'm gonna. It's gonna be good, but like I'm gonna. I'm Billy, gonna... no. Billy's mentioned he's concerned it's gonna be weird and whatnot. That show is actually growing. I mean, it makes sense because it's literally gonna be here in like a month. But I'm my anticipation for that show is growing. I'm looking forward to it. Although I know the first couple episodes are gonna be like straight, just like the sitcom, and those are just gonna be like whack. The first couple of ones be like they're gonna be. The it's gonna be this? a weird freaking show. And then they're gonna like finally get into like the MCU. I'm like, all right, bet. Um, the only thing that's gonna like connect to Doctor Strange too is like the last two episodes. Yeah, well, that's fine. It's like what my question is, you guys it might have already been there and I'm just unaware. Is is like WandaVision done after just the first season, right? Like or are they it seems more like a that. mini series to me. Are, are these are any of these multiple seasons? These I, seem like mini series. These well, seem, like, seem like movie stretch like over six episodes yeah. or eight episodes. Like it's just like, oh we're not so, so a mini series. The sass wasn't needed, William. Yeah. So when when I click it on Disney Plus, is it gonna say season one? Probably. I mean, but miniseries do that. Okay. Yeah, like what? What else are they gonna say? Like that's just how they label it. I'm assuming like the production code's gonna be like 101 for the first episode and 102. That's just how they do it. Yeah, I would guess that they're all not coming back because it's also because of the fact that they kind of need to fit in with the timeline of the movies. It's probably just seems like a one season thing. So. Um, Captain Marvel 2 was announced. That was kind of interesting. I was I wanted to hear your guys' thoughts on Miss Marvel appearing. That was kind of I, I did not expect that to be honest. Maybe I should have, but that's kind of a cool thing. Um, Got to get her in her somehow. I mean, you want to talk about no enthusiasm? It's like me for Captain Marvel 2. Ooh, interesting. It's, I like the first one. I like Captain she. Marvel was okay. The first one, and she like she was a bitch in Endgame. Well, she was kind of like. Kobe for me. She knew she was better than everybody. She just was, she's looking down on all of everybody because she was so much better than them physically. That I view her mentality as she knew she was literally unstoppable. I am, I, I was a fan stopped. of the first movie and I'm a fan of the second one. I think, really I think she definitely warrants a second movie. Absolutely. And I think Pot- I like potentially, the- potentially, depending on where Secret Invasion falls, she might deserve another. Because that's her, that's her that's her realm. I give it a thumbs up. Billy gives it a. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'll watch it, but like. Of course, you're gonna watch it. That's not one where I necessarily have to see it opening weekend. Of course, you're gonna watch it. No, you have to see it opening weekend. Like I'll get to it. I didn't okay. see the first one opening weekend. It took me a little while. I, I thought it was a good movie. It was. I, I was pleasantly surprised in theaters. Yeah, it was just kind of like it, it was. It was. I didn't know what to expect. Perennial Marvel like introductory, like premiere one. I don't know. I'm, I know what you're trying to say. The first um, movie of the expected like trilogy of sorts. I thought it was. It is yeah. very low in my ranking of MCU movies. It's just it's very it's an average MCU movie, which means yeah, the movie. Um. So the next thing they announced was. <laughs> things we've been seeing on uh, Instagram recently, pictures and stuff, the Hawkeye series with Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop and uh, Vera Farmia as Kate Bishop's mom, Eleanor Bishop. Uh, I was hoping we'd get a sizzle reel after they gave us a Miss Marvel. I was hoping we'd get something, but then again, I think this was the series really impacted by COVID. I think their production really got screwed up, but I'm excited. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do other than, the, comic the, pa- the passing the torch sort of thing where Hawkeye goes blind and yeah, shit. Adapting is great reviews. I've never read it. 
but the comic line that they're with like the tracksuit gang and Hawkeye loses his hearing, all that. Hearing, yeah. That it seems to be like they're ripping around that, and that's great. And my only other point is Hallie Steinfeld was rumored for a while, and she like initially declined it, and they, they finally did get her, so that's a plus. But I wish I saw a little more, but not much you can say. I, I don't know what what to say. I'm very I'm very excited for that. I'm excited for it. Yeah. It's basically everything that we already knew. Like that wasn't. Yeah. Really like and it's dated too. It's dated 2022. So, um, yeah, I don't know anything else about that. The next one is, is actually in my top three overall, what I'm most excited for, uh, which is secret invasion, um, a political thriller about the scroll invasion. I don't care when they do this. I I'm so excited. I love, first of all, I mean, Samuel Jackson aside is just, he's above all else. But I love Ben Mendelsohn, like I, and I love Talos, but I love Ben Mendelsohn, so I'm so excited for this series. And I'm glad it's a series because I'm going to get more than one. Steve, did you hear what – do you remember what I told to you? The only th- knock I have. Yeah, yeah. The If they go back and say, like, oh, X and Y was a scroll. Yeah, there's I, two, I, things that would, two things that would annoy me. It's one I'm like, I don't really want them to go back and, like, retcon of sorts but it might be kind of hard to. My only issue is Secret Invasion and Secret Wars are the two big storylines that I can foresee being like the next 20 movie arc. I think Secret Wars. 20 movie arcs. And I only worry, I think this show is going to be great and my worries is going to be filled. But I think my only point is, I guess I'm not worried. I just, I would have loved to see it as the saga rather than just a Disney miniseries. But I think the invasion will explain the war that is going to take place over the next phase. Hopefully. But no, I mean, that's it's my theory. Online. I'm building it so far. Mendelssohn and Fury. I mean, I'm assuming that's what the teaser was in Captain Marvel. So I'm very excited. And I mean, Mendelssohn was in Spider Man too, right? There was. Yep. Last scene of Spider Man. I mean, Mendelssohn's character was kind of like, from what you expected going in, looking at it, back on it, what you expected going into Captain Marvel, a much bigger role in this universe than I would have ever guessed. I would have And you thought he was going to be the bad guy. Well, yeah, you thought not only that, but you also just thought yeah. he was kind of like a one and done kind of guy. But they've kind he, of. They've he is a it massive seems part. Yeah. Like this is building towards something bigger, like Steve said. I uh, think this I mean, is. I'd a, be all for that. Yeah. But only history with scrolls is captain marvel and dark phoenix really so i haven't had an in-depth history with them they're not in dark phoenix they took them out no they were in there they're supposed to be the main villain species but they're not but the villain was a scroll nope some weird alien race that made the movie terrible and that was talking dark phoenix we're moving on well then never mind so it's only captain marvel no yes uh, the next series, Aiden was more perked up about this than I was, uh, Ironheart, which is following a younger, innovative teen who takes up the mantle of iron, an iron person who has, Kevin Feige said, the, basically the next best armor. Um, I don't know this series very well. Uh, it's a relatively a newer comic. A lot of backlash when it was announced because it was – I mean, African-American girl taking over for Tony Stark and people didn't like it. But That I mean, for me has nothing to do – like I'm saying – I, I, I know I know a lot of people, that's a, that's a backlash. But for me, it's the lack of 
information for me. I don't know about it other than I've read a little. I saw a couple of things. Reed Richards, Tony Stark level genius character. Just such a smart girl with able to make her own. In the wake of Stark's absence in the comic storyline, she became like her version of Iron Man. And I'm with it. I'm I'm with it. It's a go this ahead. seems like a show that's like years down the line though. This is not dated and I think for a reason. Yeah, I think they're gonna they're gonna yeah. buy their time on it, but I like that they're go for it. But that seems like something that needs to be like I'm talking like twenty four, twenty five. Sure. Maybe. And the next one, I actually don't know what to make of it. So it's Armor Wars starring Don Cheadle. About what? Like the the, the arms race? It, like if but is it, is it is it canon or is it an animated like retelling? Like it wasn't it, it is it live action? I, have I to gather that it was live action. Yeah, Armor Wars is probably the one that I was like most like, huh? Like I just like Ironheart makes sense. But does it count? Because it's talking about if Tony Stark lost his tech. I'm, I think I'm assuming it's like after Tony Stark's death, his tech falls into the wrong hands. That's what I was thinking too. Donald Cheadle as War Machine to get it back. This one seems uh, like Boom, Secret, Invasion. For this? Secret Invasion makes sense to me. I didn't expect it to be a miniseries, but okay. Ironheart makes complete sense in production. It's a popular new character, but this one just kind of seems kind of not out there, but it just seems. Don Cheadle's a big actor. This is, he can carry a series. No, it's but Don I... Cheadle. It just seems like a very random like storyline to adapt and in like this time. It just doesn't. Well, what if, well, now what if it ties into Ironheart? It makes perfect sense. Maybe I, I, I'm just going to say. Don't quote me on this in like three years when it comes out. Of all the ones that were released, this one seems like the most unnecessary to me. I can get behind that. I'm just like, okay, an armor wars. Like they I can, just, they can prove us wrong, like they do all the time. But... Thinking, all things, everything here has yeah. been at least rumored, right? We've heard about secret invasion in some format. Ironheart for sure. Armor wars is generally the only thing coming out. We're like, Wait, what? You know what I mean? Like, no one had any idea that that was in development coming out. More really wanted it. So, all right, this is this is their first kind of show where it's kind of like huh like I, I mean i guess we felt the same thing about wandavision but yeah i, I, I disagree I don't, but we don't... this is the most unnecessary but the last two ironheart and armor wars i was very indifferent over yeah indifference a good word i'm indifferent to this show yeah all right so we'll move on because we don't know anything about it basically this is n- number one on my list what i'm most anticipating the next this two one is the most unnecessary is Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, holiday special and an I Am Groot miniseries. Billy, holiday special is number one most anticipated for. Like, come on now. I mean, it's just not necessary, though. This you is know. Disney Plus stuff. This is absolutely. You did not go into this saying, I need a holiday special. Billy, you can ask Steve. I've been saying that since I met, the, met Steve. Since I met you, I've been saying, I need a Guardians of the Galaxy James Gunn directed holiday special. Asking you shall receive. And I did. The I Am Groot. Uh, is that animated? Lego like, Star Wars no, the anime. No, the I Am Groot follows the adventures of live-action Baby Groot. Okay, that's I, that's unnecessary. But again, that's very Disney Plus show. Yeah, there's just some Is of these that like one of those popcorn things where it's like little small short episodes. That will definitely. They said that. That's like yeah. visions for the thing. There's definitely a couple of these shows I'm gonna feel like the need to watch because of their relate. Like I Am Groot, like. I'm gonna be watching like a bit like I don't really like you can't say anything else besides I am group. That's gonna get really annoying. Do you know what I mean? Like I I don't know what I'm trying to say other than like like I'm gonna have to sit down and watch these if that makes sense. Like And we're not gonna talk about them now because we don't know anything about them. Moving on. 
Thor Wait, I was I was confused. Like, they're shooting the holiday special <laughs> while shooting the third movie. Yeah. Like, they're be. just going to be like, all right, halt on the third movie right now. We got to shoot the holiday <laughs> special. Some, somebody get Rocket his Santa hat. Somebody get Star-Lord the candy cane. Yeah, that's Like, it. that I was confused. It sounded like they weren't going to do one before the other. They were literally going to, like, put pieces together and just figure it out. Whenever, whenever they want to. Thor: Love and Thunder, Gore the God Butcher, Christian Bale, Taika Waititi, Kaboom. Big time. Billy probably is sitting there like, huh, I don't know what any of that means. I know what Christian Bale means. I know what Taika Waititi means. I know what the Thor four means. Therefore, that all equals amazing. It equals amazing. All we need to say. It's cool. I don't know what I don't know what they're gonna do with Gore, but I like Bale as the villain. I like Bale as the villain. Yeah, me too. I mean, he's one of the best living actors, so I am. I'm so for it. It's. I Um, mean, that's been rumored, but as his character was not confirmed until last. No, no, no. It was confirmed. He 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 was one of those with like oh top ten possible. Like a lot of people thought he was gonna play the villain though. But this opens idea now as he said for Better Ray Bill. Um. Which might be not used in this movie. Yeah, but it opens the door. Yeah. I think Beta Road Bill is going to be sooner rather than later. Um, next was uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. He's still hung up on the title, Quantum Mania? Yeah, dude. I think it's sick. This is my biggest night. Dude, that title sucks. That title is so bad. I think it's, it's perfect for. Quantum Mania is not where it goes wrong because this leads to confusion. Is this the second Ant-Man and the Wasp film or is this the third Ant-Man? The third Ant-Man, you're making more difficult. Quantum Mania is a stupid no, title. I'm not. This should be Ant-Man Quantum Mania, not Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. No, like, Ant-Man, Ant-Man, Ant-Man became the Ant-Man. Ant-Man and the Wasp trilogy. But it, it's not the Ant Man and the Wasp trilogy because yes, it's only the second Ant Man and the Wasp. No, it is the third Ant Man and the Wasp. The first one. There was is, no Wasp in the first one, though. There was. All I know is Quantum Mania is a stupid title. You could have done literally anything else. In, you could have made it Ant Man and the Wasp okay, Quantum well, Realm. I would have been out. happy. Time out. Time Quantum out. Mania. You think that you think this is that's the worst part of this? Quantum Mania sounds like it's a ride at um, Disney World. Try the new Quantum Mania coaster. I mean, it might be. I'm not wrong. This does not um, sound like a title of a Marvel. Here's the deal. Quantum My Mania? biggest qualm with this film is they unnecessarily recasted Cassie Lang. I did not like that. We had that crying moment of her in Scott Lang's arms. It was this emotional thing. You got so big, it was funny. Paul Rudd. And now she's different. Quantum mania. Quantum realm. That's Drive not as bad the... as them recasting Cassie into Lane. Into the quantum realm. Rise of the quantum realm. I don't mind them recasting Cassie Lane. I don't really care. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantum. We don't I don't even mind the title either. Mania. It's nowhere near you're as harping, bad. You're as harping like... on the title. It's terrible. <laughs> I don't think you have a right to criticize this title like people had a right to criticize the second Venom title. The second Venom title is just as bad. 
let there no, be. The second, this is, the Venom thing was way <laughs> worse than this. Like, I don't have any problem with Ant Man and Quantum Mania. It just doesn't sound like a movie. Quantum Mania doesn't sound like a MCU movie. Quantum Mania. Like, we're going to be going around and saying, what do you think of Quantum Mania? Think how stupid we're going to sound. I think, I think you're getting a little too upset. So stupid. I hated that. I, I might. I, I just. That's gonna. That's gonna be. So bothered. we're it, we're getting Kang the Conqueror and Aiden's throwing a fit over the title. It sucks. Why is it not called Ant Man and the Wasp and Kang the Conqueror? <laughs> just keep adding a person to the title for each new Ant Man movie. That would be funny. I. Are we gonna get a? Cassie Lang as um. Search for the nests. To the Google we go. Yeah. Probably. If they're recasting her. They're focusing on the need of her character. I mean, I mean this, this movie this movie's just gonna be a crazy time movie. Still not getting anything. Getting nothing. Not Spectre. Stature. Stature and Stinger. Stature. That's what it was. This movie is going to just be nuts, though, with Kang. Yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp, so it's going to be nuts. I just feel like it, it will never connect with, like, the true big Marvel audience. It will be just a, the smaller fan. I'm a huge Ant-Man fan, but that's just me. No, I, I mean, I, I like them. I just think they're... No. I, like how they're I, I like it, but I don't know. Quantum um, horrendous. So the last two titles are probably the two... Be, uh, the two of the three biggest besides Thor Love and Thunder um, they discussed Black Panther 2 briefly um, Chadwick Boseman not recast um, just kind of honor uh, his legacy and all he uh, fought to uh, create but they announced that they are on schedule to release that July 2022 which is two short months after Thor Love and Thunder obviously Kevin, well, Kevin Feige's words were Ryan Coogler is developing the story. So there's there's nothing. There obviously plans changed because of uh his tragic passing, but that's just I'm excited that we're gonna move forward. You know, it, it obviously it's not ideal, but we're still getting, you know, we're still moving forward in, in one way or another. I'll I'll leave it at that because we don't really know much other than that. And then I just don't know what they're like I get the what they could do. I just don't know how good it's going to be without I, I Obviously, it's never going to be the same, but there's a lot of avenues they could go, and I'm just glad that they're kind of not going to do what they did with Carrie Fisher and ruin it rather than just honoring their legacy. But I, I, I think because of the lack of information, we'll 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 just move on to the biggest bomb uh, of the night, which was Marvel's first family, the Fantastic Four. I mean, I let out an audible yelp over the phone with Aiden. I absolutely love the Fantastic Four. Um, I'm very happy John Watts is directing it. That's a very he's a director, relative. Like you don't hear his name with the big ones, but I mean, he's put together two very good movies. Um, obviously, he included the atrium scene in the post credits where. The Avengers Tower used to be on purpose. Um, there's a lot of potential Fantastic Four references in Spider-Man. Obviously, they were introduced in Spider-Man in the original uh, comics. I'm just really excited that they're here. Um, Kevin Feige basically just said, oh, yeah, we're making a Fantastic Four movie, and then that was it. Um, 
there's no timing there's a director and and that's about it a really cool logo yeah it really wasn't anything it was just like it was it was a mic drop he's like all right i'm I'm about to head out but here's one more thing yeah Yeah, i'm like surprised and not surprised at the same time i could have guessed that fantastic four would have been the first movie to be announced under the disney umbrella from what they what fox used to own but i would have also said that when they did that like that one that one would have been the first to come out but then you would have heard rumblings of some of the x-men as well at the same time and there was nothing i think something is going on with fox they yes i agree marvel it wasn't just um it, it was with every fox property wasn't really announced i agree I will also say there's only one option for Mr. Fantastic. It's Krasinski. And, it's Krasinski. and then you have to get Emily Blunt as well. Yes. It's laid out for you. And Kevin, we trust. I mean, it just seems too obvious. Yeah. All I know is, I, Steve, I guess, said it. It's just like very much like a mic drop at the end. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I, I can't. Honestly, I was expecting Marvel to do. I mean, we learned about the major announcements, but on the scope of that presentation, it's like, all right, so we got the trailers, that's big. We got some new cast updates, big. It's like when I saw the three new shows Secret Invasion, Ironheart, and Armors, I'm like, oh, that's like the big future. And I was like, kind of, it was winding down. I thought they were going to end with Chadwick. And then it was just an, it was a, it was a well done. Um, placement by Marvel, I thought, to include it at the very end. I'm excited. Nothing we can say, literally, because that's probably what, like four years out? I mean, they, there was YouTubers who made a video just because John Watts was directing. They took that and ran. Um, I would say that's four or five years out. Yeah, it depends. It could be three. It depends on how they, yeah. how they introduce them. Like, you never know. They intro- that's the thing. They could be introduced in an in earlier show. So, or, Seems like a Memorial in. Day 2025, 2024 type of thing. <laughs> Reserve that weekend uh, for yourself, Billy. Yeah. Um, um, any closing thoughts other than finally we have something? And how of a two-hour special from us? We, we yeah. It was necessary. This was crisis alert. Like all yeah. hands on deck. This was Three sound the days. alarm. As soon as as soon as Star Wars kind of got the ball rolling with the crazy projects, then Marvel was like, "All right, hold my beer." Yeah. I mean, but also this was necessary for Disney Plus because we've commented yeah. on their lack of content besides the Mandalorian. Right. And they're coming at you full steam now. So credit to them. I would have said they should have got the ball rolling earlier just because these things seem like most of them are 2022 at the earliest. Some stuff possibly 2021. That's kind of more low key. But finally, they seem like they know what they're doing. And they realize that we need content, and they're going to give it to us. Thank yeah, you. I'm. I'm just excited. And as Billy, well, I'll agree with your closing thought. Is it's a, you know this was needed, and it's here. Um. All right. So that will do it for our emergency two-hour special on the Disney's investor meeting for Aiden Lacory, Billy Bruno, the Wrong Theater, and the Six One Zero Podcast Network. This is your host Stephen O'Malley. We will see you guys next week.